The travel industry is projected to generate a record $964 billion in revenue for 2024. And a big trend is wellness travel. So what's behind this growing multi-billion dollar industry? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Hello and welcome. Coming up, Republicans are now shifting their focus to New Hampshire after voters in Iowa delivered a record win for former President Donald Trump. But first... Hospitality experts say 2024 is on track to become the year of wellness tourism. A recent travel report indicates that a whopping 50 percent of travelers are looking for trips to address either physical or mental wellness. For more, we're joined by Casey Hatfield Coyote, a travel editor with Marant Living magazine. Hi there, Casey. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, Veronica. I'm happy to be here. So first, for people who aren't familiar with this type of tourism, can you explain what exactly is travel wellness? Absolutely. So uh, travel wellness travel is a travel that is associated with personal health and well-being. It's really nothing new. People in Europe and the U.S. have been traveling going to spa retreats um, to kind of soak in, in tubs and things of that nature. Years, but uh, there's no doubt that wellness travel is becoming more popular today. Now, what do you think is behind the rise of wellness tourism? Is it directly related to the pandemic by chance? Reports indicate that wellness travel was increasing prior to the pandemic, but there's no doubt that the pandemic has had a major impact. Um, I think the pandemic just caused us to rethink how we spend our time and our money. I think it made us more conscious of our illness. And then, of course, pent-up demand to travel or the inability during the pandemic has increased in demand. And uh, all of those things are kind of coming to a head right now. And that's why we are seeing such an interest in wellness. Do we know more about this type of consumer? Who are the wellness travelers? Well, wellness travelers really span all ages and demographics, but there's no doubt that uh, the majority of wellness travelers are women, and solo travelers make up a large portion of um, of, of the wellness uh, wellness travelers. Um, but uh, there's a new kind of growing, emerging group um, uh, in the wellness travel category, and that is parents. Parents with young children, really weary parents who are traveling both with their children and without their children. Now, what are some popular selections? Well, there are so many great destinations for wellness. I think some of the most popular places to go include Mexico, Europe, and Arizona. Um, Sedona, Arizona is an incredibly a dynamic destination for wellness. I recently went on a wellness retreat um, to Miamo um, in, in Sedona. It, uh, it's a, a very beautiful resort that recently underwent a million dollar renovation um, and really has a focus on mindfulness, um, spirituality, connecting with the outdoors. Sedona is um, has a beautiful red rock landscape and has really been a, 
addition for wellness um, since the the six fees. So um, that is certainly certainly a popular one and one I would recommend. What are some wellness travel trends that you are starting to see and also anticipate for 2024? Um, so as I mentioned earlier, uh, wellness travel for parents with kids is actually something that is emerging as a trend. Resorts are seeing that um, that families are actually willing to travel with their with their their kids and, and want to incorporate that have a wellness experience. So they really are catering to whole family wellness. Um, for example, there's a resort um, in the Riviera Maya in Mexico called Palmaya, the House of Aya, that has debuted an entire wellness center for children where they can do activities such as um, bread baking and and planting herb gardens, really activities that are focused on kind of getting kids away from screens um, and focusing on their own mental health and well-being. And then the parents um, also have their own wellness activities um, to take part in as well. So the whole family can have an experience where they will leave feeling rested and rejuvenated. Um, another trend is definitely longevity uh, pro uh, programs geared towards longevity, helping people live longer, healthier lives. Um, and a really exciting resort is opening end of this month, also in Mexico, not far from Cancun. It's called Shaw, Mexico. Um, and it's really medical. Um, it has more medical programs. It has doctors, it has nurses, and there are tests, you can do testing, you can do all sorts of programs that really can impact your 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 health um, so that you live longer. So while spas and fitness centers have traditionally been synonymous with wellness travel, is it true now that today's travelers are seeking more authentic, personalized wellness experiences? Yes, that's absolutely true. I, I think that as we have understood increasingly that our our the health of our minds really impacts our physical health as well uh, people are seeking treatments that really are focused on mindfulness um, that will uh, that then will also impact your uh, how you feel physically um, not just uh, workout or um, facials but really treatments that really um, look at you know your, your the whole picture treatments such as energy healing um treatments like intuitive massage these are the, the types of things that today's savvy wellness um travelers are really seeking and they are um really being offered in abundance at wellness retreats all over the world now i saw a little bit about this can you tell me more about sleep travel and why u.s travelers are seeking those experiences out Yes. Um, unfortunately, Americans are not sleeping well. Um, a study by the National Health and Nutrition Bay found that about half of Americans are sleep deprived. Um, and I think people are realizing that they don't they don't want this. They want something about not getting enough sleep impacts us uh, in so many ways, our health um, physically and mentally. Um, and retreats are uh, trying to help people uh, by rolling out programs that range from anything from a multi-day sleep retreat uh, to uh, things that are a little bit more just geared towards travelers who might only have a weekend in downtown LA. The Hotel Figueroa, for example, has um, a new has just uh, unveiled a sleep and recovery suite where everything about the room is geared towards 
giving you that restful night's sleep that you've been needing, specific pillows, specific lighting, um, all sorts of things and products that maybe you would even be able to learn about and then um, purchase for your own home to help help you sleep better at home. Sounds very rejuvenating and relaxing and of course, good for their revenues. Casey, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Republicans are now shifting their focus to New Hampshire after voters in Iowa delivered a record win for former President Donald Trump. The next nominating contest is on January 23rd. Donald Trump muscled past his rivals to capture the first 2024 Republican presidential contest in Iowa on Monday. Uh, this has been an incredible experience. The people have been, this is the third time we've won, but this is the biggest win. The former U.S. president won the state's caucus by a record-setting margin over his closest opponent, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And I'm the guy that can do that. DeSantis edged past former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley after a tight race for second. Both were aiming for a strong second-place finish to show voters and donors that their challenges to Trump remain viable. With 95% of votes tallied, Trump had 51%, while DeSantis was at 21% and Haley 19%, according to pollster Edison Research. Meanwhile, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy quit the race after a poor showing in Iowa and said he's endorsing Trump for president. The state's Republican voters had braved life-threatening snow and cold to back Trump, despite him facing four criminal cases that could go to trial before the November 5th general election. According to Edison Research, two-thirds of caucus goers think Trump would still be fit for president if convicted of a crime. Most also embraced Trump's falsehoods about voter fraud, with two-thirds saying they did not believe Biden legitimately won the 2020 election. I lived a high life in 2016 to 20, so I'd like that life back. You know, that's all. I don't think it took a uh, an oracle to know that we're just going through the motions and that President Trump is the nominee. The state was a political battleground between the GOP and the Democratic Party that supported Barack Obama in 2008 and 2012. But it's now seen as a reliably red state in presidential elections, with registered Republicans edging out Democrats. The U.S. military carried out a new strike in Yemen against anti-ship ballistic missiles in a Houthi-controlled part of the country. Fears intensify that disruption in the Red Sea could reignite global inflation. The crisis in the Red Sea looks set to deepen after Houthi militants said they had started targeting U.S. ships. A spokesman for the militant group said Monday they had already hit one such cargo vessel. That came after a U.S. military spokesman said earlier that a U.S.-owned freighter had been struck by a missile. No injuries or significant damage were reported. The Houthis have been targeting vessels in the region since November, focusing on ones they say have a connection to Israel. They say that's in solidarity with Palestinian Islamists Hamas over the conflict in Gaza. The Houthis say US and British ships have become legitimate targets following strikes on Yemen by the two countries last week. Now there are signs that the crisis is causing mounting trouble for shipping and all the firms that rely on it. On Monday, more oil tankers altered course or paused their journeys to avoid the region. That threatens to delay or disrupt crude shipments, 
though the impact on prices has so far been modest. On Tuesday, oil traded slightly lower, as traders balanced the Red Sea concerns against worries that weak global demand could sap prices. Some tankers carrying Qatari natural gas towards the Suez Canal also paused their journeys, though they appeared to be back on course by Tuesday. The impact on container shipping has been more marked, with many vessels moved to safer but much longer routes. Carmakers Tesla, Suzuki and Volvo have already warned that they will have to curb some output as a result due to parts not arriving in time. Stay with us, more ticker coming up.